I thank God for those of you that have heard God here. I have made sacrifices. Amen. I have sown to things to see that the kingdom moves forward. Amen. I say, hey, kudos to you, but don't lose it. Don't lose it. Don't forget the mystery. Does his name still move you? If you hear that he had need of it, would you let your coat go? So the prophecy will be fulfilled. For those of you that still honor God and the man of God, blessings on you. Amen. For you that still have that heart, instead of this wicked generation that cut down every man of God yeah. and tell you I'm not giving my money to the building, you are telling me you are an antichrist. You are not a child of God. Satan has entered you like he entered Judas. He was in the team of the Lord Jesus. And Satan could access him because he had his own mind. May God help us Amen. meet the grade. Amen. And that when it is our time for our own parade, Amen. hallelujah, God. that we will have enough people yeah. celebrating the Lord our God in us. Hallelujah. Yeah. As I said, naturally, that would have been a time nobody thought that a parade of such would produce any fruit. But all of a sudden, thousands of people Join the parade, singing. There are so many mysteries in this text. I was wondering, what will I preach? I read it so many times, there was nothing. I kept praying, and he waited until this morning to just start touching things. Even, even the song itself is a mystery. He didn't say, you know, Hosanna, or, or you know, son of God. He said, son of David. That's a mystery in itself. He said, blessed is he that cometh in the name of it. Hosanna in the highest. Uh, hallelujah. Mm. And, and they were thundering this as he was riding. If you look at it, you see different levels of giving. He says, some people put their clothes on. Other people cut the branches and put on the road. You see, different levels of celebration, of appreciation. For some of us, we've received so much, but we never testify to anyone. We don't give at the level of what we have received. We, you have to find yourself in this story. Amen. What's the purpose? For the Lord Jesus to come in town. Hallelujah. One of the hardest things I've ever done until I just gave up, I said, Lord, I'll wait for you until you speak to me, is trying to motivate pastors in Atlanta to join together for a citywide crusade. I kept going to pastor after pastor after pastor. Nobody's interested. Do you know what they're always thinking about? You know, we can't join him and make him successful. Yeah. And that tomorrow he'll be the big man. There's no kingdom mindset. Some of the places I went, they would want to see what car I'm driving to see if I'm successful enough. I said, hey, we have lost our way. We've lost our way. Amen. 
We are playing politics. Thinking we are serving God. Everybody's thinking about themselves. I said, have you read John 17? The Lord Jesus says that the world will believe that he is the one when his children will come together as one. But nobody agrees. We were doing the, you know, prayer at the, no, Union City, you know, for, you know, National Day of Prayer. And I saw this guy, the one time he came, he stood at the back. So finally, I went to him. I said, hey, I'm glad you came. So, so why won't you participate? He said, I'm doctrinally pure. <laughs> I said, oh, OK. So we are doctrinally impure. So we are not good enough for you to. I said, what? You guys are so lost. You don't even know that the Lord has left you. You are so doctrinally pure, and you cannot pray with us. Hmm. So that the guy willing to justify himself asked Jesus, who is my neighbor? The Lord said, a man was going from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves. He said the first one that came out was a, is a Levite. He said he just looked at him and kept going. Then here comes another one. Or is it the priest first and then a Levite? I think it was the priest first. And then the Levite went to look. At least he looked. <laughs> but I figure, well, see, when you finish your priest rotation, you are so tired and you're going home. Now, helping somebody is the last thing on your mind. But if you know the scriptures, remember that when David went through Ziklag, and lost everything, including yeah. his wife and children. Yeah. If they, they saw a man that was abandoned, yeah. he commanded them to stop and help the man. Yeah. Had he not done that, he would not get the information he needed. Yeah. Be careful about being too busy right. to help, to encourage somebody, to give a, a helping hand. These are the secrets of resurrection. Yeah. It's all the principles of the word of God. When people, I'm not seeking anything from you but saying what I'm about to say. But when people, God has moved them to do things for me, and I see miracles break out in their life. I said, that's what all these rebellious children have forfeited. Because God will only come so far. And then he requires this faith, this submission, to cause a miracle to take place in your life. And then you refuse. I was laughing. Sister Lizzie told me that there's a couple that needs to have children. And she was telling them her testimony and the things that have happened in their family. And as them to sow a seed, said the people got so angry. So where is that written? Eh? Well, he should pray first. And then when, after we have the child, and then we can come and say thank you to him. They thought it was, I said, Lizzie, why are you wasting your breath? You got your own grandchildren. If you share your testimony and they don't want, leave them alone. They can call me a cult and call me any name. It won't change anything. I'm still carrying the blessing. Hallelujah. 
It was God that told me to tell her to sow the seed. But the second child that she had, God didn't say to sow the seed. I was about to leave their house. The young woman came and grabbed me, clasped me with both legs, and held me with both hands. And her husband was standing there saying, no, these men are jealous. You better back up from me. <laughs> hey, Lord. She had me crossed in. <laughs> Hallelujah. Before I knew it, the glory fell on me. And she naturally fell off. And I ran upstairs and ran into their bedroom and grabbed the sheet. I said, whoever has sex on this bed will conceive. They didn't even tell me when they conceived. I was preaching and they walked in with the baby. But watch. Before she, before she grabbed me, she said, where are you going? I said, I'm, I'm, I'm about to go head to the airport to catch my flight. She said, you're not going anywhere. She said, haven't you seen that since you gave me the first baby, I haven't had another one. You need to give me another one. <laughs> Hallelujah. If I took that literally, <laughs> hey! <laughs> so, bang! God delivered. And up to now, it's still those two children that they have. So every time I see her, now I'm wondering, okay. But this time, I say, okay, you have to start supporting my ministry. You've received enough. Amen. You want another one? Hallelujah. <laughs> then get in covenant with me. Glory to God. So when the people will not receive her testimony, I say, please leave them alone. They will sit there until they get tired. How are you going to know better than a man carrying a covenant? You need help. Huh? Isn't that what Naaman was doing? Prophet said, tell him to go wash in Jordan seven times. He said, what kind of nonsense is this? But Jordan is a dirty water. I said, I mean the, the rivers in Syria that were cleaner. He said, I thought he would come out and stand and strike his hand and call on his God and recover the lepers. Do you want to be healed or do you want to tell God how to heal you. What is wrong with people? You're in a house, God, give us the secret. He said, the power of my kingdom is released through seed. He said, even you, you are a seed. The food on your table is a seed song. He said, every time you need something, ask me for a seed to sow. You put that seed in and believe me. I will release it to you. Then you can continue to practice your religion. Then I'll let you be. But every time I need something, that's all I do. That's what we're doing. We're sowing into Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And God says, sow it infinitum. I sowed for one year or 13 months. He said, market aviation and increase. That's how we got the jet. And then somebody came and told me that the 13th month was for the pilots we got. And I don't have to pay all those exorbitant salaries. We, we discovered how to have the pilots fly us, and we pay them per day. So if somebody refuses, and they're practicing something else, and they're calling me a cult and all this, it's fine. Keep calling me a cult, and I'll keep enjoying your blessings. 
I'm sending the angels of God to collect all the blessings of the people attacking me and make me stronger. It's a generation lost. That's why Jesus said, when I come back, shall I find? To assess yourself. Judge yourself. Everything God is telling you today. Judge yourself. Do you still have that heart for God? If you hear his name, would you surrender it? Would you have given the code to fulfill prophecy? To fulfill prophecy. Like what we're doing overseas, the people who are doing it are acting like the Jews. They don't even appreciate. They're making demands. That's what the Jews did to the Lord Jesus. But every life that is saved abounds to your account. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That ambulance will be now start picking up people. And all the women, all these women, they go to all these maternities to have babies. And then just before they die, they rush them to that hospital. Some have been saved, some have died. But now the ambulance will pick them up quicker. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yes, beloved. Particularly in the rainy seasons, it's horrible. The roads are so bad. And people don't have transportation. But now, we can get to them. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let us purpose that our job is to help fulfill prophecy. As written. That the Lord Jesus will ride into Atlanta again. He will ride into America again. Glory for USA is our own triumphant entry. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. He will ride into this country as we keep raising altars unto him. He will shake up the foundations of hell. When we go back to D.C., he's going to raise altars in all the four quadrants of those boundary stones. Before you raise the altar on the stone, he says, so it doesn't matter where witches and wizards approach from. They will be neutralized before they get going. Hallelujah. This is the best time to be alive. Fulfilling prophecy. Fulfilling the divine mandate. Thank God that you are living in America when black folks are not being lynched. Eh? When you can have your own resources. Nobody will come to burn your house down. And all this craziness that happened before. You have to celebrate it. Hallelujah. It's the light of the gospel. If you want to see what happens when God is not present. Look at what Russia is doing. They've been doing these things for years. But thank God for cell phones, cameras now. You can't. And up to now, they're still lying. They're not the ones doing it. You see the missiles with it. It's Russian. No. It's Ukraine attacking herself. And they really expect people to believe that. That's what they've been doing. Don't you see that at the UN this week, China stood with Russia? Because that's what they've been doing. Godless nations. You're right, my brother. Godless nations. We owe the Lord Jesus everything. That's why I want to slap black folks talking about you going back to Africa. You don't know what you're talking about. We're living in failed states where the leaders are plundering and stealing everything. 
They come out here for medical treatment and leave the hospitals unbuilt. Have, were they doing their job, we wouldn't be doing this. They still, in the billions, they run up deficits. The president's daughter got married last year, and everybody got, that attended got a gold-plated iPhone. A gold-plated iPhone in a country where people don't have food to eat. And they surround themselves with the people they have bought their souls with money. So you can't get to them. And they kill you if you make a noise. You want to go back to Africa, which way do you think you're going? You need a slap offering. Oh, I'm not here as an African. I'm here as a son of God. You need to become a son of God. I know you think things are tough in America. It's because you haven't seen tough. That's why this is tough. This is the promised land. Hmm? This is the only place. You can, you can have a high school education and go to Amazon and be making $20 an hour. My God. Huh? They're guaranteeing that all these black folks will not go to school anymore. Because you're making so much money. They haven't told you that when you get 45 and 50, they kick you out. Now you have no transferable skill. That's what mammon does. It's a seduction. Pleasure replaces work. So you feel that you don't. That's what I thought years ago. After my stuff was stolen, I said, well, who needs school? And I was going to go into business. I'm working for television and doing ministry. And God came and kicked me down. Thank God. Hmm? Because in the minds of all these young men, they just want to get a car and put nice wheels on it and then put these subwoofers. I said, if I'm in my car and I have a headache and you can sit in that thing, don't you see you are deaf already? And you're going to pay for this? By the time you're 50, We'll be talking to you. Hey! Huh? Okay, I said, huh? Uh, the Bible said, huh? <laughs> you deaf. There's one guy that used to be here. He played drums all his life. He, she screams when he talks. And here in, in this country, Nigerians do that too. You see two people talking. You think they're fighting. They're just talking. I said, you're deaf. You're screaming. You see how I preach and I'm loud? I'm tame today, you know. But naturally, I'm so soft-spoken. You can't hardly hear me. I don't like yelling and screaming. I tell people, if you're going to mama and complain, don't do anything for me. I don't want it. I don't like all this noise. Clanging plates and banging. These are devils. I don't want them. Anger is the proof that your soul is weak. Hey, he said, the God of peace shall bruise Satan under you. If you can just calm down and wait on God, you will see amazing results. 
I absorb so much without saying anything. So when I see people making noise, I just shake my head. Say, you don't know the one you believe. He's the prince of peace. Amen. I say, he's the prince of peace. Amen. You don't get agitated. Hallelujah. Come on, lift your hands. Before I pray, I want you to carry this with you. I want you to see the Lord Jesus on the outskirts of your life. Amen. And he's standing there waiting for your next move of faith. For him to ride triumphantly into your world. I remind you again, that's how Resurrection House got the jet. That's how we're able to maintain it. It's costing us our faith. In every dimension, hallelujah. God won't even let me complain in any way concerning the expense of it. Instead, he tells me to raise the level of your faith Amen. for me to do greater in your life. He said, don't look at numbers. Look at me. You already have enough people. I keep telling you, watch, watch now, pay attention. I know I'm done preaching. I'm not preaching what I preach. I'm prophesying to you. I say, if you look at the numbers of this church and see the kind of assignments God has given to us, you see that he has in his heart to bless every member to such magnanimous degree. Hallelujah. That's the only way it's possible. And I'm telling you, see him standing on the outskirts of your life. Uh -huh. The next move is yours. The faith errand he will send you on will connect you to the breakthrough. Men will release things to you. Doors will open up to you. Remember your story. Remember our story. That the man won't even come out here to show me this building. But God went and got the key for me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Receive him today. Receive him today. You are under that glory. You are under this testimony. This is yours to receive. This is yours to embrace. This is yours. Hallelujah. What a joy to begin another exciting week on the voice of resurrection talking about bringing the Lord Jesus back into society. Yes, he rode triumphantly on that donkey. We talked about all the people that were responsible for that breakthrough, a miracle occurring. The question is, are you still part of that army, that remnant that are really concerned about his name? Are you pursuing personal success? Are you still willing to commit your resources to see the kingdom of God come again? America needs to be saved. Nigeria needs to be saved. Most of these countries need revival. But Nigeria really, really needs help right now. And we are making decrees and believing God to turn that nation around from the precipice back into prosperity. Amen. It takes a man, it takes a woman, right place at the right time 
to commit their resources, their talents, their gifts to see that the kingdom of God returns. Thy kingdom come that will be done on the earth as it is in heaven. Can you believe it that we are told to pray that? And beyond that prayer, we are supposed to act in that direction. Hey, we've just gone to glorify USA, going to all these states, and we are decreeing that the kingdom of God will return in America. Amen. Nation by nation, God will get the job done. We celebrate it. I pray that if you have done this in your heart, particularly where money is concerned, repent. There's nothing, there's nothing you shouldn't be willing that God has given to you. You shouldn't be willing to commit to the advancement of the kingdom. Your money, your time, your resources, even your children, volunteer them to serve in the ministry. When we were young, we went to church every Saturday. We cut the grass, we cleaned the chairs because there was no conditions or dust, and we cleaned all the pews. We prepared the Lord's house for worship. That's what my parents trained us to do. And what a heritage, because all their children are saved, filled with the Holy Spirit and preaching. It's a wonderful heritage and blessing. Have you made such a sacrifice? Are you willing? That is the way this week has started. And you should be excited if you're doing what I've just shared. If you are not, that God is drawing you, calling you back to repentance that the glory might flow through you again in this season. Amen and amen. Write to us. Amen. <clears throat> I haven't said that address in so long, but it's on your screen. But I <laughs> hope I remember P.O. Box 251, Union City, Georgia, 30291. Let us know. Give us your testimony. What is the voice of resurrection doing for you, doing in your life? You know what an encouragement it will be? You pastors that watch me, hey, drop us a line. I mean, these days it's a text. You know, you have 770-231-0230. You can, you know, the number is there on your screen. It's for Zell, but you can text the ministry. It's so easy. A word of encouragement. Let's know you're watching. Let's know you are there. And then so away from you. If you desire a prayer clock, two categories of gifts, 500 or $1,000, Sew it, and we'll send you this prayer cloth. It's imbued with the glory of God. As I said, when you receive it, make sure you are in front of a bed or a chair. When you touch, if you take it out of the envelope and put it on you, you'll fall out. Except there's some demonic resistance, then it'll take a little while, but boom, it happens very quickly for most of the members of the church here. So get yours. You have Zell, like I said, cash up on all these avenues for you to sow into this ministry. In Power Resurrection House, we are doing our best for the Lord Jesus to regain his place in America. That's what Glory for USA is all about. Costs a lot of money to operate a jet and go to all 50 states once a year to raise altars as God has commanded us. We see things turning and changing. If you paid attention last week, some of the programming was recorded a year ago. I was even talking about the end of Roe versus Wade. And those things have come to pass. Glory to God. God bless you. What an exciting way to begin this week. We celebrate your obedience and thank God for it in Jesus' mighty name.
Nation.